from the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, that is where you are today, right, Luke? It is. Okay. This is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for week 613. I believe so. Yeah. Time flies. I have it right in front of me. I'm just doubting my own information. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it goes so quickly, but I've said this before, we've only added one week to the season this year, and yet it feels like so much longer. Uh, you know, we're winding down college football, it's December, and yet week 13, that means what, we still have six more weeks of football? That does seem like a lot. It does and it doesn't, because I think we're going to have some teams here that um, pack it in shortly. Oh, I'm sure. I just can't see some of these teams contending. But that's a discussion for another time. Um, the discussion that I want to have is that as we are recording this, uh, we're coming up on the college football playoff uh, reveal. All I want from you is a number. How many teams would you prefer to be in the playoff? Four. I think it's perfect how it is. I don't think we need to expand it, and I think this year is another example. I mean, how often... We can complain all we want, but really, how often are we really missing one of the top teams? And when have we ever crowned a champion in college football where we came away saying, yeah, but you know, they didn't play this team, or ah, they're not really the best team. We, college football does a great job of finding the true champion. We do not need to expand the playoff any further. You're going to be talking about this for like the next five weeks on your radio show, the Marl Midday Show, ESPN Radio 98.9 FM, Charleston, South Carolina. So I'm going to save you from having to talk about that now. <laughs> Um, just, you know, looking out for you. Um, Jets Eagles start off the slate and the Eagles are not going to have the services of Jalen Hurts today, it appears, um, which does not matter for the Jets because to me, this all comes down to, to, to turnovers. If Zach Wilson turns the ball over, um, it, it ain't going to happen. Um, it's as simple as that. And you saw with Taysom Hill on Thursday night with Dallas. Um, Dallas didn't play overly well, but Taysom Hill just turned the ball over too much. And I think that's the simple formula for the Jets. Zach Wilson looked better um, last week. He's not fully back yet, but he looked better. He was able to make a bunch of the plays that he needed to. And I think that that's what you're going to get today is – Easy throws uh, versus a team that they know they can beat in Philly, who I'm not impressed by. Um, and uh, look, Gardner Minshew uh, did some nice things with Jacksonville, but much like much like Mike White, he was a one or two week sensation. Uh, this is a whole different story now. Yeah, that's like most backup quarterbacks. They can fill in for a little while, but eventually, you know, all water finds its level, whatever that expression is. Mike uh, Lennon today for the Giants is another great example. Yeah, who hasn't, uh, I don't think he's won a, yeah, won a start in something like five years, so yeah. uh, it's been a while for him. But yeah, guys that, you know, um, 
that's why Colt McCoy's impressed me because I thought after that first outing they didn't play well the second week and I thought like okay that was it for him and then he played well the third week he bounced back but usually you get one or two good starts and then you realize they're a backup for a reason but I will say this about Minshew uh, I know the Eagle fans are not happy with Jalen Hurts right now last week was a terrible performance against the Giants by that whole offense Hurts had three interceptions two of them inside the 10 yard line I'm just curious if Minshew goes out there and plays well and he'll have the opportunity to against this team what do they do next week if Jalen Hurts is ready to come back do they immediately go back to Hurts is this his job no matter what does this become a competition can Minshew keep the job if he plays well today because Eagle fans are not happy with Hurts performance last two weeks no touchdowns and three interceptions on Sunday so I'm curious if this job is suddenly open based off of how well Minshew plays today it is interesting um, how, how that would work out. Um, I'm going to give Eagle fans another chance to uh, be optimistic. The Jets cut their kicker yesterday. Matt Amendola is out. Alex Kessman is in. Luke, you cover the ACC. Do you have any memories of Alex Kessman? No, I don't. I'm trying to think of what team he was on. I I don't know. He is a rookie out of Pitt who has no NFL uh, experience. Oh boy. Yeah, and the fact that, and the reason why I bring this up is is Luke, you know, endeavors in. in uh, would you say you cover Clemson or you just talk about Clemson? Uh, same thing. I would say cover. Okay. He covers Clemson, which means he sees all these all these ACC teams once in a while. Um, but a lot of them usually don't score many points against Clemson and Dabo Sweeney teams, which is why I brought up this, this fact that you may not recognize the name of this kicker. It's not an insult to you. It's just, you know, pit kickers are not like the it thing in football. No, I'll be honest with you, though. I don't know many kickers in college football, regardless, even on the better teams. So. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, I would have guessed Georgia Tech for some reason. Obviously, I was wrong. We'll see how he does. Yes, we shall. Um, okay, moving on uh, today. On, on what is an interesting slate of games, I think, in the National Football League. Um, your Vikings are in Detroit. They still have not won a football game. Luke, Lions win. Take it to the bank, right? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I have a bad feeling about this game. Um, and I guess that's just like the Vikings fan. You always expect the worst. They are favored by a touchdown on the road. They should win by double digits. Will they? I don't know. I mean, you're down Dalvin Cook. Uh, one of his backups is now sick and out. You're missing Kendricks and Barr, I think, on defense. Everson Griffin is out still. Um, they're missing a lot of pieces. Now still, it's the Lions. They haven't won a game in, I think, their last 16 plays going back to last year. Uh, another winless 16-game stretch, or maybe today would be the 16th game. But you're on the road. The Lions spent extra time to prepare. Uh, they've played a lot of close games the Lions have this year. The Vikings, like I said, are banged up. Um, as a Vikings fan, this is what you worry about. In fact, the year the Lions were 0-16, the two closest games they played were against the Vikings. And one of them was when Dan Orlovsky ran out of the back of the end zone for the safety. And if I remember correctly, the Vikings won that game, I think it was like 12-10. The safety was the difference in the game against the 0-16 Lions. The other time they played, it came down to a field goal in the final minutes. So this is classic. You know, Vikings are going to be the only team to lose to the Lions this year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened today. But they should win by multiple scores. 
We just had a car alarm go off. Everything's okay. We just had a car alarm go off. I, I, I feel oh, like, I, Luke, that's the warning sign for, for the Vikings. Yeah, bad omen. Yeah, I think this is good news for the Lions. Go bet on the Lions, America. Um, okay, let, let's keep moving here on, on the Sunday Sprint. Um, Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Uh, what's wrong with Big Ben? Now he's saying he's out of Pittsburgh. Uh, he's he's, he's going to step away, he thinks, um, from that team. I hope he retires, frankly. I don't know how much is left in him. And this is a big game for the Ravens and a big game for Lamar Jackson to try to and get back on a consistent basis game after game after game because they've had a hard time stringing together multiple wins uh, consistently in a row. Yeah, it's a big game for both teams. I remember the Steelers, they got embarrassed last week. They're 500. This division yeah. is still all, you know, all four teams are right there. And for Pittsburgh, now you get Baltimore at home. You just got embarrassed last week. This is a robbery game. They have to play better. Now, in terms of Big Ben, yeah, yeah, I think this is kind of a year too late for him anyways, but I will say he came through, he, he played that stretch where um, even with COVID in the middle, and he came back from the COVID layoff, and I think I said on here, you know, most quarterbacks struggle after that layoff. He played probably his best game of the year against the Chargers, and he went through a five-game stretch there. We had nine touchdowns, no interceptions, completed, you know, two-thirds of his passes, and then that led to last week where he was really bad against the Bengals. So now he's got to bounce back today uh, against the Ravens and play better. Um, the Steelers, if they want to have any chance this year, need him to play better. He limits them. They kind of have a bit of a ceiling where they don't have a very large um, margin of error because uh, he just him and the offense, are, they can be extremely limited. On the flip side, like you said, Lamar, four interceptions. They, won, they became the first team ever, I believe, to have a quarterback throw four interceptions and win by more than a field goal. The quarterbacks now are something like 1-84 in when that happens. Uh, so Lamar played lousy. They still got the win. Now they go on the road to Pittsburgh. The average margin of victory in these games has been one point since Harbaugh got to Baltimore. These are incredibly close games. 20 of 26 have been decided by one possession. So this should be a real dogfight in Pittsburgh. And we'll see uh, maybe which, uh, depending on which quarterback can make more plays. How much pressure does John have after Jim's success the last two weeks? Uh, what's that? Who? Uh, the uh, Harbaugh brothers. How much do you think John Harbaugh feels pressure? Or is he just overly happy and got no sleep last night and you should go bet on the Steelers by about 1,000 because the Ravens <laughs> coaches just did not pay attention to the game plan last night and instead were watching Michigan-Iowa? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like uh, like uh, Tony Romo. Um, <laughs> I love that yeah. picture. That is so Tony Romo right there. Oh, yeah. And Tracy Wilson, who is as diehard a Michigan fan as you will find around the country, um, who snuck in before a Packer game earlier this year. She snuck in a trip to Ann Arbor on, on, on Saturday. There was like a noon Michigan game. She snuck in and then just kept, you know, kept going up to Green Bay. I like that travel itinerary. Yeah, that's pretty, that's a nice football weekend. Yeah, that um, is a pretty legendary places. Yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks here for the Harbaugh's. You know, the Ravens haven't been great, but then you look at the standings and they're eight and three and in first place and they have with the best record in the AFC, which I, I still think is hard to believe. So uh, the Harbaugh's, they've been flying it the last couple of weeks and we'll see um, if they can continue it, if John can keep up today after uh, Jim's performance yesterday. 
Real quick, Washington, Vegas, Washington. There's a lot of of people, myself included, that are surprised that they're actually decent. Do you think we forgot that they actually had some nice pieces on this team with everything that had happened surrounding them that had nothing to do with the players on, on this current roster? Yeah, there's been a lot of noise. But also, I mean, the team wasn't playing well. The first, I don't know, maybe it was six weeks, they had a bottom three defense statistically when last year they were a top three. And then they lose Chase Young. You lose Ryan Fitzpatrick almost immediately this year. So you're down your best defensive player and your quarterback. Uh, there was a reason for everybody to not believe or to, or to discount this team because they weren't playing well. They weren't looking good. They were missing some pieces. But now three straight victories. The defense has been better. And apparently, as the story goes, right, it was during their bye week, and they told Taylor Heineke, you have to uh, be more like yourself. You've been playing too careful. I don't know if he was trying to be perfect to hold on to that job or what, but he's been a little bit more of a quote-unquote gunslinger in recent weeks, and he's looked better. The offense has looked better. The team has been uh, better since unleashing him, now winning three in a row, and, and uh, very well could win the game today in Las Vegas to get the 500. They're holding on to a wild-card spot. You have a veteran coach who you know, has won before, so... This team is starting to look like the team last year that did make the playoffs, even with a losing record, and now they may do it again this year. All right, Luke, give me, give me, give me that Josh Allen playoff number. Uh, uh, sorry, primetime number. Uh, Isn't there some crazy record that Josh Allen has in primetime, or am I thinking of the wrong quarterback? Ooh, I'm not sure. I know Kirk Cousins is terrible in prime time. Yes, yes. Sorry, I was thinking of Kirk. I apologize. That was not on purpose. I, I just had the wrong person in mind. Um, Josh Allen is 5-1 uh, and one in uh, prime time. Okay, th- there you go. So he's 5-1 and one in prime time. Huge spot when it comes to the playoff chase. Right now, the Bills would be the sixth seed. Uh, the Pats would be the two seed. Um, uh, but the uh, Pats also have not had their bye week yet, so uh, it's eight and four versus seven and four. So it's basically no big deal. Um, th- this is a big one m- Monday night in terms of who's going to win this division, and I think the fact that it's in Foxborough, I think you're going to see the Bills come out really firing. Stephon Diggs running all over the place. They've gotten themselves way more organized the last couple weeks, so I think you're going to see them go wild. And then Mac Jones methodically wear this build team down on Monday night. It could be stormy as a cold front comes through uh, the Northeast. So there could be some weather issues. I think that plays into the Pats' hands. Um, I like the Patriots, and I think Josh Allen moves to 5-2. and two, But 5-1 but and one in primetime early in his career like that, warning sign if you're the Pats. Yeah, and let me update that number. He's actually now 6-2, and two, 23 touchdowns, 7 interceptions on primetime. Still very good. Um, and this is going to be great. Monday night in uh, December in Buffalo, like you said, maybe some weather. I'm really, it's the game of the weekend, uh, spoiler alert. I'm looking forward to this yeah. one. Uh, for Buffalo, though, the matchup, something's been off with the Bills this year. I think it starts with the offensive line. They don't have a run game. Josh Allen has to do more. And he's second in turnovers. Uh, uh, or pardon me. I got that backwards. The Patriots are second in turnovers defensively, and Josh Allen averages two turnovers per game over his last, I think it's now four. So he hasn't been taking care of the football very well lately. The Patriots get a lot of turnovers. You know Belichick's going to have a plan for Monday night. 
uh, especially with the extra day to get ready. So I just worry, even at home, Monday Night Football, maybe the weather actually plays against Buffalo in this sense. They have not been, uh, done a good enough job taking care of the football, and the Patriots defense has done a really good job taking it away. Uh, I'm sure Belichick loves some tricks up the sleeve for Josh Allen. It's a big spot for Mac Jones on Monday Night Football for the rookie, but I have already bet the Patriots to win outright. I think they win Monday and uh, take a little bit of a stranglehold on that division. How much money have you bet? Let's go into your 401k, Luke. How much of it has been bet? Oh, the, the house is on the line this weekend. Wow. The house yeah, is on the right. line. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to move in with you next week. Oh, so you're coming home. <laughs> we'll see how things go. All right, so your, your bets this week, the house rides on what happening? Uh, well, I like quite a few, uh, but I think the Patriots win straight up Monday night. Oh, okay. Them, uh, and, and that's the one that's the house. So the car is another bet. Um, that's right. The job is another bet. Your salary, okay. I, I see yeah. how you how you how are you doing it there. Every bit of your life is on the line in some way. Of course, yep. That's how I that's how I live. We okay. every week. Gotcha. Okay, Luke. We are getting to the end of our radio program. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Timing's better since we're uh, since you're home uh, this week. Great job. The roads last week were, uh, or was that two weeks ago? I can't keep That's this. About a few weeks now. I yeah. can't keep this straight, Luke. Help me, help me. Hey, it's been a while since we since we've done this show. You know, last week we did this show on on like a Wednesday uh-huh. or a Tuesday. Yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a little bit. Forgive us, folks. Um, okay, I think you and I both agree. Pat's Bills game of the weekend. So we'll just move on to another game. Uh, your sleeper game. I was looking at the schedule last night. I think there's only two games today with teams with winning records playing each other, so hard to choose from. Uh, but we didn't talk about it. I'll say Chargers, Bengals, two young quarterbacks in the same draft class. Uh, the Chargers played uh, bad last week. The Bengals played their best game with Joe Burrow. So I think the Chargers bounce back even on the road. The Bengals have a little bit of a letdown. But uh, two teams with a winning record, two young quarterbacks, uh, it's one of the better games of the day. Bucks. Falcons. This is in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This is a difference of, I'm horrible with math, 13 hours or so um, after the SEC championship game ended. Um, Yes, it's field turf, but there was confetti. There was a stage. They've had to repaint lines. They've had to repaint the end zones. Slip sliding. This could be one of the poorer turf conditions of the weekend. I know that those those folks um, are really good at this and making these quick transitions. But keep an eye on Bucks Falcons today early on, especially for turf issues. Yeah, was it the there was one uh, game when uh, the the turf came up and the guy had to go out there and fix it. I don't remember if that was the SEC championship or a different conference in the last couple of years. But yes, these uh, quick turnarounds can be tough. Yes, they definitely can be tough. You're getting to watch Colin Morikawa most likely go to number one in the world this weekend. Ooh, uh, there's quite a few to choose from today, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to say... I guess I'll say Colts, Texans. Colts are favored by 10 on the road. If they play well, they should take care of their business and win easily against Houston. Giants, Dolphins. 
Enough said. Mm-hmm. And the segment Luke never preps for your person or player to watch. Good question. Um, I will say, I'm, with, I'm trying to choose which quarterback for Monday Night Football, because for Mac Jones, this is a big spot. The nation's going to be watching on the road, maybe some weather, but I'll take Josh Allen, because they're in second place. They're going to be at home. they got to win. We just talked about his performance on primetime, but he's going up against Belichick. He has not done a good job taking care of the football. There'll be a chance for to get some takeaways for that defense. So I'm going to say Josh Allen on Monday Night Football with the nation watching. Gardner Minshew. Jet defense has kind of slowly come alive, a little under the radar the last couple weeks. Ooh. Um, I think he's going to turn the ball over a couple times, and uh, you will be incorrect on a quarterback controversy. Oh, okay. We'll see. So there's that for you. Jets have been slow to make adjustments, though. So if for some reason they were caught off guard by by Hertz not being the starter and Minshew being the starter, I, that could be totally out the window very early on. Jets tend to be very slow making first-half adjustments. Luke, thank you, as always, for being a part of our radio show. My pleasure, as always. And thank you for being with us in the Sunday Sprint. Enjoy your football weekend, everybody.